Welcome to Verified Rx, your prescription for success. Brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. Vizient Pharmacy Vision Awards celebrate the values and achievements of our pharmacy members. The winner of the Excellence in Clinical Practice Award implements novel strategies to improve patient outcomes and reduce the cost of medication utilization. With me today is one of the winners of this award, Dr. Eric Matei, Clinical Pharmacogenomics Pharmacist and Residency Program Director of the PGY2 Pharmacogenomics Program from Mayo Clinic Rochester. I'm Gretchen Brummel, Pharmacy Executive Director with the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence and your program host. This episode was recorded on-site at the 2022 ASHP Mid-Year. Welcome to the podcast and congratulations on this award. Thanks for having me, Gretchen. Eric, what do you do at Mayo and what's your origin story? At Mayo Clinic, I'm a clinical pharmacogenomic pharmacist and basically what I do aligns with the three shells of Mayo Clinic. I'm part of our education group, whereby with regards to pharmacogenomics, what we've done over the years is we've put together a 16-hour CE course where almost all of our pharmacists across the enterprise have had the opportunity of taking that course. And within our research realm, we've done a big pilot sometime in 2016 where we look at the right protocol. And I was part of that initiative, and we expanded that to a 10,000 research program. And clinically, I do see patients who've had pharmacogenomic testing done. We work collaboratively with our other clinicians, reviewing those results to improve medication experience for our patients. For my colleagues who are on the front line, who may want to know what a clinical pharmacogenomic pharmacist does, there are multiple facets that a clinical pharmacogenomics can partake in. But I think that which brings most joy to me has to do with the clinical practice, where we do see patients who come in not tolerating certain medications that usually have dry gene interactions, and we're able to use pharmacogenomic testing to improve their medication experience. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit more about your background. I'm originally from Ghana, West Africa, and Ghana, opportunity of playing in the World Cup. I've been in the United States for over 20 years. So originally, my exposure to the world of pharmacy started in Ghana, where my uncle, who has a, a hospital, gave me that opportunity of working in the, back then we call it a dispensary, where we dispense medications to multiple wards. That got my interest in the field of pharmacy. And then when I came to the United States, I got the opportunity of studying at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and right after my FAMD program, I joined Mayo Clinic in 2004. And going back to pharmacogenomics, at Mayo Clinic, you have that opportunity of really going for what your passion mm -hmm. entails. And Mayo Clinic offers you the support that you need to really thrive. Sometime in 2008, when there was discussions about how do we come up with a tool to really help our patients who were actually taking their medications and not doing very well, that experience of coming from Ghana and the experience of enjoying dispensing medications to patients, I was able to then use all those exposures and the knowledge that Mayo Clinic and the resources that Mayo Clinic afforded me to help our patients in that arena. That has been in a very short period, I reckon over 20 years. Mm -hmm. I think that has really helped me with those experiences from Ghana, from Howard University, what Mayo Clinic has also provided to where I am today whereby I'm able to utilize the knowledge base, the resources for my colleagues who are on the front line, irrespective of where you're coming from. If you have a passion for whatever skills that you have to really improve on that, look into the systems that you're working with. And I'm sure there'll be resources there to really help you do very well in whatever field that you decide to go with. 
Great background and wonderful advice. I know this award was a team award and a group effort. Who else do you want to raise up for their work leading to this award? Two of my colleagues, Razan El Malik, who I consider as our educational guru in the world of pharmacogenomics. She is in charge of our Ask Mayo experts for organizations who may already have contracts with Mayo Clinic. Razan really helps with that. And then the other person that I would like to mention here is Jessica Wright. Jessica really helps with the nurturing of our residents Mm -hmm. and has been involved in the research and quality improvement projects that we've had at Mayo Clinic. As a team, we've really built our program for the past five years. And again, thanks to Visions for this award for recognizing all the work that we've done. And although I'm mentioning just these three names, we couldn't have done this without the support of our pharmacy leadership, as well as colleagues from Arizona and Florida. And you're leading me into my next question. How did your program get started? The pharmacogenomic residency program started out of the need to educate future residents in the space of genetic medicine. If we could all remember, sometime in 2007, President Obama signed the Precision Medicine Initiative, which opened the doors for genetic medicine research. When we think about pharmacogenomics, is that one part of the genetic realm where we can see the utility of genetic medicine improving the lives of patients. Our program started with, well, now we have this initiative. How do we put it into clinical practice? How do we put it into the education aspect of our program? How do we put it into the research space? In 2015, we started identifying major key players within Mayo Clinic who have expertise in the pharmacogenomic space and collaborated with them looking at ASHP's guidelines and ensuring that what we're putting together will help with fostering and nurturing and educating future residents. Our program is a PGY2. So residents who've already had a PGY1 program, how do we provide them with the solid foundation, not only to just stay at Mayo Clinic, but then to go to other institutions and expand and help patients improve with their medication experience? We can link to those guidelines in the show notes of this episode. We get a lot of questions from our members about applied pharmacogenomics. So I think hearing about how you got started will be really helpful to the listener. Tell me a little bit about how the program has expanded since you began. I know I mentioned the right protocol and we had an expanded right NK pilot, which really helped or spurred the expansion of our pharmacogenomic program. We started with one pharmacist, and then as the years went by, because we offered preemptive pharmacogenomic testing for 10,000 patients, we knew that our clinicians were going to need pharmacists to really help them with the interpretation of those results. What the Department of Pharmacy, in conjunction with the Center for Indolized Medicine at Mayo Clinic, did was a needs analysis to figure out how best can we expand the number of pharmacists who could really work collaboratively with our frontline workers, nurse practitioners, physicians, and the list goes on. That led to the need and the expansion of our program. And over the years, what we've also seen is that practically there are a lot of clinicians who are beginning to offer pharmacogenomics to their patients. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that also spur the need for more pharmacogenomic pharmacists within our enterprise. But currently with the three pharmacogenomic pharmacists that we have, that has really met the needs of our other clinicians. 
That's wonderful to hear that you've been able to expand like that to build on your initial successes. So thank you for sharing that. What components or accomplishments of the program are you particularly proud of? As a program director, the one thing that I'm really proud of has to do with the Pharmacogenomics Certificate 16-hour CE program that we offer to not only our internal pharmacists, but to any clinician who wants to know more and learn more about pharmacogenomics. Oh, that's wonderful. If you look at the quality of the presenters, some of them have had pharmacogenomic experience for over 20 years. Working with individuals like that has been a great accomplishment that I'm glad to be part of. And the other has to do with the initiation of a pharmacogenomic program, taking something that was not in existence and putting it in play. Now I always say this will not have happened without the education division within Mayo Clinic where our pharmacy residency program has been around since the 60s. Having something to stand on, that years of experience really helped. Those would be the two things that I would say I'm most proud of. Very good. Yes, I agree. What do you want our frontline pharmacy staff to know about applied pharmacogenomics and how they can really get involved? When we talk about applied pharmacogenomics, what I want the frontline colleagues to know is that it is no longer fiction. When I was coming out of pharmacy school, there were one or two courses about pharmacogenomics, but now there are multiple organizations that offer pharmacogenomics certification. When it comes to application, don't be scared. If you're already involved in drug-drug interactions, drug-drug gene interaction is just around the corner and education is available for you. Applying pharmacogenomics is currently also available. There are clinical decision support tools that institutions currently have in place that will further help with best practice advisory. I want my colleagues to know that pharmacogenomics has come to stay. Although I might be a little bit biased, I think it's the future of the practice of pharmacy. I encourage all my colleagues to look into it, those who have not had exposure to it. And for those of us who have the exposure to also share the knowledge with others, especially for PGY1s or even students who may be P3, P4s, who are interested in pharmacogenomics, share your experience with them. Because then we can really reduce the number of adverse drug reactions that pharmacogenomics testing can help prevent, as well as improve the medication experience, meaning therapeutic responses may be improved with pharmacogenomic testing. So that will be what I want our frontline workers and my colleagues to take away from my experience when it comes to applied pharmacogenomics. Very good advice for a growing field to get folks interested early and bring people into the fold when you have that legacy knowledge of the topic. What are your future plans for the program? There is a lot of talk about artificial intelligence. And when I look at Mayo Clinic with the years of experience and the years of data that we have, in the last five years, we've had over close to 20,000 patients who have pharmacogenomic testing within our medical records. Future plans are how do we now align with artificial intelligence to ensure that even before a patient gets into our clinics, we're able to identify potential issues when it comes to patient medications and to use artificial intelligence in conjunction with the pharmacogenomic biomarkers to improve these patients' medication exposures and experience. And there's a lot of data on adverse drug reaction right, and hospitalization. How can pharmacogenomics help with that? And that is where my hope in working with my colleagues and Mayo Clinic to see how best we can improve and work on that. Very insightful and quite forward thinking. Thank you so much for joining us here today to share your perspectives and expertise. I'm so glad you could be here with us. Thank you so much for having me, Gritton. And listeners, please join us for more Verified Rx podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Verified Rx is your prescription for success. 
and is brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. I'm Gretchen Brummel. Thanks for listening.